Yes. We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. from his mother, Gloria. His daughter, Zuri, coming in. Our boys, Bryce and Bronny. Savannah is All right, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. And ladies and gentlemen, your all-time leading scorer in the NBA, LeBron James. Mr. 38,340 and counting, Drew. Yes, indeed. A record that has stood for nearly 40 years, which Kareem, many people thought, would never be broken. LeBron, you are the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Congratulations. Man, it's amazing to think about those two right there, 70,000 plus combined points between the two of them, almost 75,000, probably even more so. And what a better way to kick off episode 23 of season three, even though he's wearing six now, but, you know, widely regarded usually with the 23. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode uh, that is definitely one of the things we're going to be talking about. It's what we're kicking off the episode with, as you can see. But plenty of things jam-packed into this episode. Got plenty of NBA trade, line, trade deadline news that I'm sure is probably happening as we speak. It just happened not too long ago before we press record today. Uh, we got a lot of uh, WNBA free agency talk. 
as well. We're catching up on missed time from this last week. Sorry about that. Had some business to tend to. Plenty of things to talk about on that front as well. So we, we're trying to hash it out at least bit by bit and run through it for you guys today. Of course, BJ's best as well uh, after some NBA and what's on Drew's mind before we get into WNBA. And of course, that game that everybody just loves so much with it or quit it. A fan favorite, Drew. A fan yes. favorite, no less. Yes, indeed. And, BJ, if you're ready, we can dive on into this. Drew, I mean, uh, we were all snowed and iced in last week. We were having issues, and I've been rearing ready to go for over a week and a half now, ready for this episode. Let's get it, Drew. Well, BJ, plain and simple, LeBron reigns supreme. And there's been a lot of discussion out in the Twitter sphere and social media mm. in general just like people that already w- had him regarded as their their goat and was just up there and like or just had him on the edge like he just needed to do a certain thing to get over the hump like BJ do you have LeBron as your goat now that he's the all-time leading scorer or what does he have to do to get there if he is not currently Well it's a it's a very close debate I know people they lose friendships they get their feelings hurt over this argument i mean you're ready to to sock them out I'm, i you're gonna see me this weekend for a super bowl party i'm afraid to say the wrong thing but i for a long time have always considered mj michael jordan to be the greatest of all time lebron is alone in his own sphere right now though i i don't i think lebron in terms of the best basketball player that we've ever seen probably has more so of an argument, but I think Michael Jordan is still in terms of what he was able to do, his accomplishments. He's, he's the goat to me. I mean, it's, there's, it's one, a one B and I, I don't have a problem with either one of them being considered one, a one B. I don't think it's one and two. I think those are the only two players that you really can make the argument for anymore with Kobe being, you know, closely right behind. Um, when you say his accomplishments, do you mean his championships? I don't mean just his uh, championships, Drew, but that is a big part of it. Okay. Well, Michael Jordan could return to the game of basketball, not record a single point for over 1,000 games, and he would still have more points per game average than LeBron James does. Mm. Saw that stat on Twitter, uh, courtesy the ace of Spader, if I'm not mistaken. I'll. I'll See if I can find it. We can put it on screen. But we'll, we'll have to fact check that. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I've I've saw it on Twitter. So let me see if I can find it again. But I, I definitely saw that because Mike averaged thirty for his career of a, just over like a thousand seventy two games, and Braun is averaging twenty seven over fourteen hundred. I mean, that would be crazy. I mean, just three points? I don't know. But either way, when you talk about the accomplishments, um, you know, and I'm glad you don't just rain on the rings thing. But, like, LeBron's accomplishing it all. I mean, what has he not passed MJ in besides rings at this point? Well, I I don't think it's – I don't – All-time assists, got him in rebounds, playoff points. 
but it's I mean, not it's not just stats, Drew. It's not just stats that you know, you tell the story of a, of a player and his accomplishments. I mean, okay. what we're talking about you you we we've seen LeBron play. We we saw LeBron play from the time he turned eighteen until he's you know now he's in in year twenty in the league. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan went to college, spent four years that he could have been in the NBA in college. Retired for a couple of years, whether allegations of suspension from the NBA or or what have you. Obviously, there's a lot of con- conspiracy p- people out there that believe that. But the official story is that he retired, went to play baseball uh, for the Birmingham Barons. And then his second retirement after the second three-peat, you know, he, he and then he came back a couple of years after that. There were six years at the end, like in his, you know, three years there or, or a couple of years at least in his prime, where he ducked in air quotes Hakeem for uh, when the Rockets were getting to the championship, um, and there were a couple of years there at the end after his other three P before he came back that we could have seen, plus four seasons at the beginning of his career that he was in college for. I think if Michael Jordan had played those extra. I mean, we're talking at least, you know, close to 10 seasons, if not maybe more, who knows where Michael Jordan would have been in terms of stats across the, you know, all, all-time leaderboard. We might have already had MJ pass Kareem in his career across, mm. across the NBA all-time scoring leader, and LeBron would be chasing MJ. I, I don't think it's necessarily in terms of stats that determine what makes the true best player of all time. But LeBron has done – I think LeBron has been a better basketball player if not, you know, ha- up there in the conversation than, than Jordan. I, I think LeBron's game, especially in this era, is is better than Jordan's. But I still think that Jordan just slightly is a little bit better. And it's not just because of the championships. I'm going to think that. There you have it. I don't have a problem with with it going either way. That's just my personal feeling on it. There we go. Uh, NBA trade deadline, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we've been jam-packed with some stuff. I mean, we're just going to kind of go with uh, what's been done already and who's already played for some teams. So deals that have been done. Celtics traded Noah Von Leh and Cash Carriage. Cash considerations to the Spurs for a conditional future second. And uh, that was announced back in early January. Uh, the Wizards traded Rui Hachimura to the Lakers for none, a conditional 2028 second and a 2029 second back on the 23rd of January. Kyrie Irving and Marquise mm-hmm. Morris to the Mavs trade for Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, 2029 first and second round pick in 2027 and 2029 that was as recently as monday mm-hmm. spurs got Dwayne deadman and a 2028 second from the heat in exchange for cash on tuesday uh sacramento kings traded for kessler edwards for uh from the brooklyn nets in exchange for the draft rights to david machino and Kings also received cash considerations. Raptors got Jacob Pertle from the Spurs in exchange for Kyle Birch, a 2024 first and, a, and second round pick in 2023 and 2025 on, as of today, as we record on a Thursday. Uh, Lakers traded Westbrook to the Jazz 
believe that was last night, right? No, uh, it was early yesterday. It was early yesterday. The big trade last night we'll get to, but yeah, yeah. that was that was the one that was supposed to be the the biggest trade of the day yesterday. Um, yeah. And it was like before the games had even tipped off. Yeah, Westbrook to the Jazz in a three-team deal with the T-Wolves. Lakers get D'Lo Russell back from the T-Wolves mm-hmm. and Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz. Timberwolves get Mike Conley, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and second-round picks in 2025 and 2026 from the Jazz, along with a 2024 second-round pick swap from the Lakers. The Jazz received Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones, and a 2027 first from the Lakers, along with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So this is now, Drew, just consider this. Since Russell Westbrook turned 30 and he got that big-time deal with the Rockets, He's played for five different teams now. Five dude. different and teams. He, I, I kind of want to see him suit up for a game with the Jazz before the Jazz end up buying him out so that we can get another team added to the list. Who does that remind you of that had a career like that later on? Like a, a player that was going all over the place? Mm-hmm. Vince Carter. Vince Carter played for quite a lot of teams from but like his quickly. 30s. To... Quickly? Oh, man. Um if you've got the example, because I'm Carmelo I, I, Anthony. Yeah. Mello definitely has been around the block a few times to say the least. He was OKC mm-hmm. Houston, technically a Hawk or I had three fingers, technically a Hawk <laughs> uh, and uh, a Laker. Nick. Yeah. Trailblazer. A, a trailblazer. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, after he left the Knicks, it was about five teams like that within about yeah. six or seven seasons. He might have he might have stayed a couple of years. Um, went one of those stops. I think it was OKC, maybe. Yeah, because they were just looking for like that veteran leadership kind of deal, and, yeah, and that's kind score. of where, that's where Russell's Westbrook has actually gotten to at this point. Because I mean, you're talking about he's in his what 14th, 15th season in the league. He spent the first ten with the thunder which were the sonics when he was drafted um and now i mean you know since then he's in his mid-30s now and and so time's you know kind of not on his side if you will yeah and um backtracking to the uh the Kyrie deal Kyrie first came last night for the mavs mavs want to know with Kyrie now um looking good out there markeith morris did not play at all though even though the mavericks were shorthanded so I don't know if there's any plan to keep him or for him to just be like a veteran presence clapper on the bench. Like a Bobby almost. Yeah. Cause I don't know why he wouldn't have saw at least some minutes really uh, last night, but he really didn't. The I was going to say when, a lot more time when you've got JaVale and you've got uh, Christian Wood, where are you going to find time to play Markeith Morris down there as well? I mean, yeah, but like Christian Wood might be on the move. He's halfway in it. You can kind of see on the floor now because he probably thinks he's getting traded. Uh, well, he the, only got he only got four shots up last night. Well, the deadline's passed, and he's still with the Mavericks. So I, is. I I guess that's going to be a good sign. Obviously, you know it's it's there's a a lot of rumors and and a lot of stuff going on around this time of year. And and but if your name pops, him. yeah, uh. we kept him. Um, you know, um, Rudy Gay, you, you, Rudy Gay had something, uh, pretty, you know, telling about what, uh, what it's like for a player in, in this time of year to, you know, hear their name, uh, emerge as a potential, like 
part of a trade or, or something like that if you want to go ahead and hear this mm-hmm. i don't think i really honestly don't think y'all understand how hard it is so i can sit and talk but you know i don't think any of you guys are moving our families anyway so you know it's definitely it's definitely tough you know um but it's something we signed up for in this part of the league so um that's more about that's more of what, what we're worried about, you know, these people as as people. Like like I said, like somebody I've known for twenty years and I know it's hard for him to move his family and, and um <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna talk to him regardless, but I know what he has to go through right now. And for what you, was, what was his reaction to this? Um what was Mike's reaction? Yeah. I mean I, I think I think everybody was pretty much surprised. Um, I wouldn't say surprised, but just just kinda like thrown off a little bit. You know, I, me knowing Mike, I know he's gonna make the best out of any situation. He's been a, a guy that's kept me sane for the past year and a half. So uh, I know wherever he is, it's gonna make uplift that locker room. Well, so not just that, but I mean, you know, like what what Kyrie had said the other night about like he had the first time he'd ever been traded midseason, and just kind of like packing everything up and and getting on the move and figuring it out it's it's more than just you know like you got to get to a different city you got to find a different place to stay it there's a whole lot that that gets messed up in your life when you get traded yeah and josh hart was recently traded he was in pregame warm-ups with the trailblazers mm-hmm. as he was traded to the knicks for cam yeah. reddish yeah so uh you know it can literally happen at any time mm-hmm. with the nba that's that's a brutal part of it like i yeah. last i think it was last year that somebody was traded in a game like in the middle of the game, like the second quarter of a game. I think Somebody you're right. Was had to yeah. leave. I can't remember who it was, but I swear that's happened before. Yeah, um, it, it's happened. Well, you see it in, in baseball at times where they're, you know, finding out like if they're playing an afternoon game, all of a sudden, oh, crud, you know, time to go or like kind of night before like what we were, what we've been talking about. But um, yeah, there's it's crazy. And BJ, with all the moves, before we get into this blockbuster one, mm-hmm. uh, have been made. What does this What does this mean for the Lakers and the Timberwolves and the Mavericks with the moves that they made? How much better are the Lakers now? That's right. Yeah, I was gonna say how how much better are the Lakers. You know, it's 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 interesting because they're they're getting some some good pieces in with the Rui Hachimura trade and and getting you know a, a guy in. Uh, like Mo Bamba taking the place of Pat Beverly, trying to get some, you know, presence interior. Obviously one of the funny things is that you saw in that clip that we started the show off with uh, LeBron's going for the scoring record. Thomas Bryant's holding his hands up. Like I've got the advantage in the paint. And then all of a sudden, like very next day or two days later, he's on the move to to Denver. Um, So it's kind of funny. He's like, don't upstage LeBron's moment, young man, or else you'll find yourself on a different team. Um, as to whether it makes them better, I think it adds pieces to their bench, but I don't know if it makes them better. I, I, I think what they're going to have to hope for is that you know LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to be playing at that superstar level like we've seen at times. If they can get hot, I mean, they're – in striking range of not just a play-in spot, Drew. Right now they're 13th in the West, but they're not only within striking range of a play-in spot, they're in striking range if they go on a nice little run 
of avoiding the plane entirely and getting up into that top six seeds territory. Like it's there's four and a half games, Drew, that separate the four from the 13 in the West. That's just insane bonkers how, yeah. you know, stacked it is. And I mean, you, you, there's a big reason why there's been some big moves made across the Western conference. You're seeing teams like the Clippers, the Lakers, the Suns, where we're talking about the Mavericks, you know, um, they're all trying to keep up and, and make moves to knock out of Denver, knock out of Memphis, you know, John, are you okay in the West still? I mean, holy cow, what yeah. we've seen the past couple of days, you know, this is just insane to me to, to think about the talent that's coming in and just how completely flipped the balance of power in the league has shifted back from where it felt like maybe the East had more of an advantage. Now the West feels more stacked yet again, like it was for a long, long time. Uh, in in the NBA and has been for the majority of this this millennia, and it is now more stacked because, as we talked about Kyrie earlier, his former teammate Kevin Durant has made his way as of last night to the Phoenix Suns in a big old blockbuster trade on a late yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah, Phoenix early Suns Thursday. Got, Phoenix Suns got KD for Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson for unprotected firsts. 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029, and a 2028 pick swap. And TJ Warren also in the deal headed to Phoenix. Just bonkers. Just absolute bonkers, Drew. I mean, you're 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 talking about for uh like look let's think about this. Think about what the Nets gave up or or not gave up, but you're talking about the 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 whole implosion that has been uh, in Brooklyn, you know, the last off last mid last trade deadline last year was the Harden trade to the Sixers for, for Simmons. And then now Kyrie and Durant are both gone. We, we talked about this over the summer. We thought they were both going to be gone, um, took until the trade deadline, but they have really completely hit the reset button and, and they're going to begin the rebuild. Um, but everything that they got back for Kyrie and Harden, it's not, it's it's less than what the Jazz got for their trade in, in for Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. I yeah, it's just bonkers. As, as far as total picks, right? They got five. It's not just total picks, but I mean, there was so. Uh, I think they got four picks. The the um, I think there was four total picks for the uh, the Nets, and then there were five picks for the Jazz. And then there was like five players uh, on both deals or something like that. Like the Jazz ended up getting like something, at least something more additional mm-hmm. than what the, the Nets got for both of those trades. It's it's crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy how it works just to get it done. And, you know, uh, we'll get to the WNBA <laughs> later, but like KD was recruiting Stewie to New York. Mm-hmm. I've had this underlying feeling that that whole thing with KD recruiting Stewie to New York, even though, I'm, me thinks Stewie was going to go anyway, mm-hmm. um, was just part of him and Joe size deal to butter him up to make a sweet deal for him to go wherever he wanted. That was a part of like, hey, if you help get us Stewie, then I'll help facilitate a proper trade for you mm-hmm. and let you go somewhere where you can. Yeah. I think you're right. I think she was going to go either way, but that yeah. that is 
that wouldn't surprise me if that was part of like Cause, the because what the sense does it make now when you look back at it like if you knew you wanted to dip out what were you recruiting her for you know? exactly yeah i mean yeah. and, and I, th- I think that if honestly drew i think if Kyrie had not requested the trade first i don't think that either one of them would have been on the move i think they both would have stuck it out and maybe they would have moved on this offseason we will never know at this point but you know, now now we've completely seen the the game shift. Phoenix has emerged as the second highest odd, or is like second best odds to win the title now. The West favorites behind the Celtics for the NBA championship, and I just I don't know because that you know that begs the question because you know is is the Chris Paul curse strong enough to overcome the best roster on on paper at least i mean the best team in in the nba potentially talent wise well i mean that phoenix suns roster is lacking depth which mm-hmm. has been part of their issue throughout the course of the season um yeah the craziest thing about this whole trade bj is they were able to keep their main pieces that they already had Booker, yeah. paul ayton all of them yeah but the i really am surprised that ayton wasn't on the move to make up for that but you know you're not gonna. I'm not gonna say that this isn't gonna be a team that can contend for a championship still, but only if it's healthy and mm-hmm. its players have problems being healthy. Yeah. Um, the only one that doesn't. Only one that really now. doesn't is DeAndre Ayton. Booker's yeah. been injured. Chris Paul's mm-hmm. had lingering different injuries over the course of the years, especially in the playoffs. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, just got that one's got to be healthy. I mean, it can do something like the Aces did and be really star heavy in the starting lineup and not have the greatest bench and win it all. That yeah. could happen. But you've got to stay healthy. Yeah. But the health of, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker is what kind of wanes. And, you know, I mean, KD too, because he's had, he's had a couple of, you know, bigger injuries scale past, injuries. Yeah. yeah that past kept two him seasons. out longer. Yeah. So we'll just have to, that's going to be the, that's going to be the theme for the Phoenix Suns. If one of those yeah. stars is down, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. You don't I have mean, enough bench power to really kind of muster through. And, and you know, for the Nets, I, I'm interested to see, you know, this is really going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be the Dodo and, and Dinwiddie show because, I mean, you you and I both are, are not confident in Ben Simmons' ability to, to take no. a jump shot or anything you like that. You mean the so Seth Curry what, show? Maybe. You know, mm-hmm. It's going to have to be. Or, you know, I mean, we know the Jay Crowder. It's not going to be the Jay Crowder show because he he's on the move not. five seconds going from Milwaukee yeah. to Brooklyn. There's been a lot of like big time second round picks traded. Um, yeah, today. the last ones I saw dropped had like four second rounders. Five to the Warriors as part of the rounders. James Wiseman trade. Yeah, uh, Wiseman. Yeah. yeah, I think I missed that one. I don't think yeah. I missed the Wiseman trade. Yeah, Wiseman uh, on the move from uh, Golden State to Detroit as part of a multi-team deal. Sadiq yeah. Bay is going from Detroit to Atlanta, and Gary yeah, Payton is, is going to go back to the Warriors from Portland. So Five second-round picks from Atlanta, and Kevin Knox from Detroit. Yeah. Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Rockets got John Wall back from the Clippers. In a yeah, he just got bought league. out. In June, he just got bought out in June to go to the Clippers, and now he's he's already just when they thought he got him out, they pulled him back in. I was just watching a clip today of him on a podcast. I think it was Theo Pinson's podcast about him hating the Rockets and how bad their management is. And uh, I think it's going to uh, be another James buyout? Harden going to uh, little baby birthday party or whatever. 
Yeah, he probably it probably will. Mm-hmm. It probably will. That would be hilarious if he stayed. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. He'll probably do a buyout and try and go somewhere else. But good luck. I would imagine else. so. Uh, Lake, Lakers, Lakers got rid of Pat Bev and mm-hmm. sent him to Orlando. the Magic with a second round pick in exchange for Mo Bamba. So they're gonna have they're gonna have some depth. Some if they if the pieces can work together, it's gonna be like that 2020 Laker team. Yeah, I think I think the team that's that has the best chance. You you, you asked earlier which team like is going to improve the most, I think out of like the Lakers, the Mavericks and, and somebody else, right? Timberwolves. Yeah. The Timberwolves. Honestly, I think, and I mean, I'm, I'm wearing this hat, not, you know, by design, but just because, you know, we've, we've had a, a, a pretty, you know, good past couple games without Luka Doncic. I liked what I saw from the Mavericks the past couple games, the, you know, having, not having Dodo, not having Dinwiddie, I thought this was going to be disastrous, but I mean, this is again, this is another year. We're sitting here talking about a trade that Nico Harrison's made. This one feels like this is going to be what his legacy is judged on how this trade ends up going. And if um, they can re-sign him too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, if, um, if they keep him around long-term, I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, that's big time. They keep and, Christian Wood and Kyrie locked in yeah. long-term, you know, the this 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 championship is the ceiling for this team if and, if they keep them both long term. And BJ um, Mavs had a a season high forty one in the first quarter in the first game with Kyrie Irving and no Luca. Yeah. So yeah, imagine once you add Luca to that nucleus, Luca yeah. been getting like twenty points in a quarter by himself. We're gonna have seventy point quarters at a certain point. They they <laughs> they, they, know, they they hadn't won they had not won a game without Luca all year. They've won now two in a row, one without Kyrie even. Uh, yeah. It's it's going to be insane, but I, I really do think that the Mavericks are probably the best positioned as a, move, as a result of their trades out of the three that you mentioned. I, I think the Timberwolves, you know, they kind of gave up a little bit of their their pieces that they had just acquired or brought in over time. Um, but I, I think that the best team is, is out of those three that you mentioned is going to be Dallas. Reggie Bullock's going to have a heavy responsibility as the only real wing defender over yeah. there. And he's he's a real inconsistent shooter. Like last night, he made his first five, yeah. BJ, and then he missed his next five. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, six, it's, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, the way it's, he went, he started five for five and then went one for nine. And that was like with four minutes left in the fourth. Wow. I had tweeted that out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've really been impressed with what I've seen from, from Josh Green the past couple of games. Jayden oh, yeah, Hardy he's had been a, nice. Yeah. And Hardy, Jay- Hardy has showed up. So yeah. those young guns playing well is, good, is what the Mavs are going to need yeah. uh, to keep that going for when you've got Kyrie or Lucas sitting at any point in time. Absolutely. That same energy. But I love Absolutely. it, Beach. I love it. I do, it. too. I've got one of- other thing real quick about James yes. Wiseman. Okay. He ends up playing just 60 games with the Warriors, which is the fourth fewest by top two pick for his debut team. Can you name – Anybody that played less games that was a top Greg two Odin. Pick? No, I was surprised that he was not oh, on this list. Either. Um, Anthony Bennett. Yep, he's third with 52 games oh, played. Third. Yeah, there's oh, two gosh. other guys that played um, less. I'm thinking of. Um, it was in the 2003 draft, right? Um, was it the? Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, this one of them is not two that both of them are not 2003. One of them is more recent than that, but 
Uh, number two on the list is Purvis Ellison. He was drafted in the top two back in 1989. Uh, in fact, he was the number one overall pick. He played at just 34 games with the uh, Bullets. And then number one on this list, Markel Fultz played just 33 games. Oh, yeah, with the with Sixers. The Sixers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Markel so, Fultz. Interesting, man. interesting stuff. I forgot that he was the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, it's so forgettable, unfortunately. I mean, you know, that was kind of just a, a weak draft cat class as a whole, but, oh, yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. That's that's a good little thing right there. Where did Wiseman go again? Pistons? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Gross. So being Detroit, there's a lot of good young talent in Detroit when they're fully healthy. Golly. Oh, yeah, and Gary Payton back with... Back to the Warriors. They they sent um, be nice for them. Kemp I think over as part of that deal. Uh, he uh, can absorb those Curry minutes. Yeah, while, while he's hurting all the, the time. The, I mean, you got to give credit to Peyton. You know, he got his payday, and the Warriors were like, "We need your defense back," gotta and so they, back. they trade for him. So. Yes, indeed. Well, golly, a lot of deadline stuff. Deadline has been passed now. Everything is what yeah. it is. And we'll see how the second half yeah, of this. It's it's going to be crazy. I mean, I I didn't think we were going to get as much movement this year compared to what we had last year. And yeah, yeah. I think this year topped it. Last twenty four really hours have been insane with what's been going on. Like yeah. a whole lot of multi team deals with like a total of like I don't know sixteen or plus picks. Yeah, there's been like most of them in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> there've been like, like 13, 17 picks in this all in the second round it feels yeah. like that have been swapped. I was checking my phone. Beep beep. Five second round picks. Beep beep. Four second round picks. What? Yeah. What you, what it, it's it, like you were I was watching the uh NBA Today special and and just seeing like all the second round picks I'm like, "Huh. Why is that? Why is it second round picks?" And then I saw a tweet said because Oklahoma City has all the first round picks. <laughs> yeah, and Brooklyn now too. Yeah, Brooklyn's got them all now. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. It's crazy, man. It That's, is crazy. Well, that is the 2023 NBA deadline, ladies and gentlemen. And now, finally, it's time for BJ's best. Well, thank you, Drew. I mean, it's it's tough to top uh, a lot of frenzy movement across the National Basketball Association past couple days but i mean obviously all the moves that we've seen have the the potential to work out to be the best for the teams that have been making those moves but as for me today drew uh my best of the best you know what today is don't you what that be today is february the 9th Mm -hmm. as we record on a thursday okay and it is national pizza day Mm. yeah it is a, a good well, day if you are a lover of the cheese, the mozzarella, the bread, all in a nice little triangular slice. Or maybe you don't like a triangular slice. Maybe you want to get you a square slice or even po- possibly just consume the whole round circle if you're well, hungry enough. Personal I'll pizza. tell you what, PJ, this is another one of those times where you have hobbled into my mind of what's on Drew's mind. All right. So BJ's well, best is what's on Drew's mind, so we might as well combine this. All right. Today. We can we can certainly do that, Drew. I, I don't think I picked the same thing you did because I went and looked, and I found this article that has some of the best pizza places 
in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, where to find the best slices of pies across the DFW area. So, um, you know, you're you're talking about the big game this weekend. I'm sure we'll be talking about that when we talk about our friends over at DraftKings here in just a moment. Let me ask uh, a question. But, uh, but did you say ask a question? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Pi 5 on this list? I don't think I saw Pi 5, no. What? No. no let, let me look I'm back done. through it. But I don't even want to play this game anymore. This isn't fun. No. <laughs> I don't like it. No, no. There, there's there's a lot of good places, a, a couple that I've had, and, and one that, uh, you know, we're, we're doing the big game party this weekend. I think there's, somebody is going to be bringing a pie from one of these places. Um, just, I'll have to let you know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what I remember hearing. So we'll we'll get it figured out. But are you ready for the list, Drew, of the best places to get pizza in Dallas-Fort Worth? Let's do it. All right. So this is not numbered, so this is just kind of a, a it's not even a tier list it just has how these. many we got and we've got 17 but i'm just gonna go through Ooh, it and uh about a pizza. yeah we're, we're i'm just gonna talk about uh mm-hmm. you know just a couple I'll, I'll mention them all but um so you know first one on the list not number one or anything like that la pizza and la pasta at italy dallas which is at north park um, it says Italy wouldn't be the all things Italian culinary extravaganza it is without pizza on the menu. And the pizza Napolitina doles out in 90 seconds from its 900 degree wood burning oven shines as a prime example of the dough, sauce, cheese, holy trinity. Uh, make sure you check out the pizza Frida Montanara appetizer sized pies with deep fried crust that exemplify the classic Naples street food. So that's a pretty good looking pie, if I do say so myself, over at North Park. Um, Sylvan Avenue Tavern over at Sylvan 30 is on this list. Also on this list is one that I've heard a lot of good things about. And I think, Drew, this is the one that we're going to be trying this weekend. This is a place that has a couple locations, one in Fort Worth and one in Deep Ellum. It's called Serious Pizza. Why would you settle for a typical 12-inch round when you can score a massive 30-inch wonder? This Deep Ellum cult closed, then reopened under new management uh, back in 2021 with the addition of a floating DJ booth suspended from the ceiling. Uh, You can card in a gaggle of friends to create your own giant pie or choose a signature number like The Jerk, showcasing red sauce, mozzarella, bell peppers, red onion, cilantro, jalapenos and spicy jerk chicken so that does look like a good pie if i do say so myself we'll have to if that that may be the one that uh that we end up getting on uh on sunday for the big game uh others favorites on this list include cadillac pizza pub in mckinney uh cane rosso there's multiple locations across the dallas fort worth area cavalli pizzeria napolitina or Napolitana, I should say, also in McKinney. And then uh, DeLuca Gacho Pizza and Wine, which also has multiple locations. This one takes a Brazilian steakhouse approach to all-you-can-eat pizza, with gauchos roaming the upscale dining room, pausing at each table to offer thin slivers of at least 15 different pies, which makes it easy to try every single pie without feeling like you're going to pop. Uh, lobster bisque, arugula salad, Kobe meatballs, and dessert pizzas are included in the fixed price meal. 
the garlic picana pizza perfectly infuses the crust with Brazilian flair, courtesy of house ground steak, slow roasted garlic, and fresh parsley. Earl's 377 in Argyle is another location on this list, as is Eno's Pizza Tavern. There's a pretty, uh, pretty good spot there, the multiple locations around the area. Uh, this one I've had, I think, once or twice before. It's called Fireside Pies, one of the earliest innovators on the scene. They continue to think outside the pizza box. Uh, you know, this this is rem- reminiscent of there's a, a uh, or there was at least, a pizza place in Victory Park that I really liked. It was called Mad Pie. I believe it's closed now, but this is kind of very similar. Uh, the Medi uh, has a truffle porcini cream that's then smothered in goat cheese, arugula, red peppers, red onions, and shaved Parmesan, as well as Kalamata olives. Um there's also if you're a uh, if you need a vegan option, you can add Beyond Sausage uh, to liven it up. So that's that's a good one over at Fireside Pie, Greenville Avenue Pizza Company. That's one of the uh, one of the originals uh, down there in in uh, around Greenville Avenue and Lake Highlands area. Uh, Holy Crust and Trinity Groves is another one on this list. Mimi's Pizzeria in Preston Hollow, Olive Olivella's I should say Neo Pizza. Napolitana has multiple locations. Parnanope Ristorante, downtown Dallas. And the last one I'm going to talk about on this list, in fact, the last one on this list, is Zalot. Zalot is uh, one of my favorites. I had it a couple of years ago for the first time during the pandemic. And it actually is one of the best pizzas I think I've had. They cook it, cook it in, in old school deck ovens, um, have a nice chew as opposed to super crispy texture and there's just creativity all around the menu whether you want the faux shizzle which is uh recreating all of the flavors of a hot bowl of the famous vietnamese soup or if you want something like uh sriracha or sarantra i should say which is half ranch and half sriracha sauce that comes oh, with each order uh, you'll definitely want to order a few extra according to this i i think that sauce was pretty good when i had it so that's you know, it's good, sweet, good salt, good spice. You know, it's it's good. So, Zalot is the last one on the list of the best pizza places across the DFW area, Drew. Okay, well, so we'll, we'll seeing what we can try this weekend potentially. Okay. Get us some pizza coming in for the big game, and that's BJ's best, Drew. I know we're gonna shift gears and and do what's on Drew's mind now since we're thinking on the same wavelength today. Yeah, we're in the pizza frame of mind, ladies and gentlemen. National Pizza Day. And why not start anywhere else but the toppings on pizzas? Mm-hmm. I'm going to run through and see how Mr. BJ feels about these toppings and if he would have them on his pizza. Okay. I'll I'll toss in my little takes as well. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Our little class, our classic here. Pepperoni. Yeah, I have had pepperoni. I like pepperoni. I, I don't think it would be my first like go-to, but I will have it if there is nothing else available. We'll see if we can find your go-to. I, lo- I like a classic pepperoni, too. That was the first one that I went to when I, you know, a kid who loves cheese all the time. And uh, that's the first one I went to and then mm-hmm. eventually moved up from there. 
I was I was cheese first, and then it seems like going from one like low to one high extreme. I went from yeah. cheese to supreme of all. Oh, things. what a yeah. jump! What a jump indeed! But well, it's good. Interesting. So you'll approve of this next one then? Sausage. Yes. On pizza. Yeah. And more specifically, Italian sausage too. Yeah. You're an Italian sausage guy? Okay. I like Italian sausage. Because some people like regular sausage, but not Italian sausage. They say it's too big. I, I actually prefer the Italian sausage, I think. Okay. There you go. Man of many tastes. Mm-hmm. Next up, mushrooms. Mushrooms, yes. Oh, you're a mushroom guy on a pizza? Yeah. Mushroom oh, yeah. comes on the supreme. Ah, true. Fair. I'm, I'm not a mushroom guy. I don't even... Eat mushrooms in general, so I don't. I don't mind them now. I, I mean, it's it's been a while since I've had a supreme, but you know, I, I don't mind if it's on there. Okay. Bacon, regular yes. bacon. Yeah. What about Canadian bacon? Yeah, in fact, uh, one of my favorites growing up was you know not just cheese, but hamburger, Canadian bacon, and onion. Ooh. That's well, that good. answers the question for the next one because it was onions. <laughs> yes. Or your pizza. I'm yeah. not an onion guy in general, so I definitely don't want it on my pizza. Have you ever had barbecue sauce on your pizza, Drew? I have. It's, um, good, yeah, it's get... an interesting taste, but I would not spend my money on it. I One of the best it. ones that I had, it was like beef brisket, barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, cilantro, uh, and I can't remember what else was on. I think onion as well. I've had it was a called it was called the pizza. it was called the Maverick. It was the one that I was telling you about, oh, wow. Mad Pie. Ah, uh, okay. Before it closed, that was such a good pizza, man. I've had a barbecued chicken once, but barbecued like said, chicken like, is delicious too. Like yeah. it was interesting, but like I wouldn't, you know, place an order for one for me to eat. It's yeah, not my my cup of cheese. Yeah. Um, Alfredo. Yeah. Alfredo guy, cool. Yeah, and uh, you said you did supreme, so you definitely like some peppers. Yeah, green peppers. Yeah, bell pizza. peppers. Yes, jalapeno peppers as well. Not big jalapeno guy. I, really, I, the, the jalapeno is is. I mean, it it will open up my pores, and I'll be either sweating or I'll be like having all the mucus drain out. <laughs> Not trying to be too gross, but yeah. I mean that that's what happens for me. Is is just the. The spiciness gets to me a little too right. much. You like a little chicken on your pizza, I'm sure. I do. I do like chicken on pizza. Yeah. And of course, since you like Supreme, you like black olives. I can go but... with or without the olives. I, I mean, I can eat, okay. I'll eat them sometimes, but sometimes I'm, if I don't want a Supreme pizza because of the olives. Do you like one over the other, green or black olives? No, it's just olives okay. in general. Okay. But what I, about, I think out of the two, probably black olive would be better. What about some spinach? Spinach, yeah, absolutely. I think spinach okay. could go. Spinach okay. and tomatoes. I've had the. Oh, look at yeah. you! Yeah, you you get the Man. like put together the like the spinach and tomato with. Bacon. You might be able to get on your own little health kick if you just like order some pizzas with all that healthy stuff. Well, the problem is, Drew, the, the all the healthy stuff on top it's of on it is bread, one thing, but the, the pizza itself is where the problem is. That's okay. You'll pretend like it works. We'll pretend. like It's like drinking a Diet Coke to go along with your Big Mac. It's ah. healthy. <laughs> and you, I believe you said tomatoes already. Yeah, I do like tomatoes. This one I know you, you have a propensity to hate them, though, so... 
<laughs> beef, onion yeah. pizza, of course. Yeah. And we did Canadian bacon already. What about some pesto? I don't know if I've had pesto before. If I had, I I just didn't it's tomato even know based. It. Oh well, I mean, you know, the if it's like the normal tomato pesto sauce or whatever, then yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about some pulled pork, BJ, on a pizza? Yeah, pulled pork, absolutely, it's delicious. Okay. What about pineapple on pizza? No, 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 there no, no. There's, there's where uh, the controversy comes in. Nope, it doesn't belong, man. Had me nervous there for a second. I was gonna say I'll, I'll do a whole lot of things on my pizza, but pineapple's not one of them. Okay. And now I want to ask you about some pizza crusts and like types of pizzas from some okay. restaurants. How do you feel about Domino's pizza crust? I like Domino's pizza crust. It's pretty good. Okay. Are you a uh, stuffed crust guy? Occasionally. I more okay. often than not do not. Okay. The, the uh... Where have you all had stuffed crust from, Dina? Uh Pizza Hut and uh, maybe I can't. Does Papa John's have stuffed crust? I think so. I can't remember if it's Papa John's or if it was Little Caesars or I, I can't remember. I I I've, I distinctly remember the Pizza Hut stuffed crust more than anything though. So it was you probably have that one as the best one. That's one. That's the one that I think I had the most often, and okay. I don't know if I'd say best, but I'll, I'll sure I'll go with that. Okay. Okay. Um, some flatbread crust. Yeah, I like flatbread. I more often than not, Drew will get like a hand tossed, but mm -hmm. I don't mind flatbread. What about you know like a Domino's style thin crust? Yeah, I like Domino's thin crust. Like I said, I, I my go to is more. The hand toss, hand toss, but I I don't mind the thin crust. If that's about, where you get the little square pizza. What about deep dish crust? I can't say that I've had a good deep dish. Now, if we if we make our trip up to Chicago and and go see the the sky and everything like that, play up there, yeah. we should get a traditional Chicago deep dish. Hey, sounds good to me. Uh, Neapolitan crust. I can't uh, can't say that I've had uh, Neapolitan. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, I would. You'd be able to. You'd know it when you saw it. So like okay. you see it. It's. I think it's. It almost. Kind of reminds me of brick oven crust. I mean, I've, if if it if it's what comes out of a brick oven, then I'm sure I've had it. I just not sounding familiar. And last but not least, New York style crust. I like New York style crust. Not too bad, but I'm Not like you. Bad. I usually order hand tossed, mm -hmm. or I'll get a thin crust. Sometimes yeah. those are pretty good, depending on where you're getting it from. Yeah, and I think it depends on what what it, where it's being made and like what's on it as to whether mm -hmm. or not you want like the deep dish or if you want the the New York style or or if you just want a regular hand toss slash thin crust. Right, for sure. Okay, well that is my portion of the uh, pizza talk, the pizza chat. Or pizza time, if you will. Hey, pizza, 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 pizza. And that oh is my goodness, what's on Drew's mind? Sweet. Good stuff. What's on Drew's mind and BJ's best? We're on the same wavelength this week. And Drew, and BJ, have you had pizza today? I have not had pizza today. 
Do no. you plan on having pizza tonight? Probably, probably not. But mm. I'm definitely, I'm definitely thinking about it now. Okay. okay. I, I'm gonna have to gonna have to see if that's something that the fam wants. Okay. We'll see if we get some pizza. Okay. Today. Okay. But you know, we we were on the same wavelength, Drew, for uh, for our what's on Drew's mind and BJ's best. Are we going to be on the same wavelength when we talk about the big game or whatever else may be going on with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook today, Drew? Man, I don't know, but uh, you NBA fans out there, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands in these little phones, these devices that you have. These ones? Oh, yes, those. This one, okay. In the hands, your hands. My hands. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA this week. New customers like you can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's right, Drew. And plus, for a limited time, that's not going on forever. It's only here for a limited time, Drew. All new and existing customers Mm -hmm. can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. So here's what you do. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone today. You opt in. Place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. So let's say you want to look at some of the games tonight. Well, you've got the Denver Nuggets on the road. I like them big over the Orlando Magic. Phoenix is taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta is currently favored, but, I mean, that that Phoenix nucleus, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think that Phoenix is, is starting to get their trajectory right. I'm, I'm leaning Phoenix in this game. And I'm leaning Chicago over the Brooklyn Nets. I know that's a bit of a surprise, Ooh. but that, that's just kind of where I'm feeling wow. things tonight. And then you can look at tomorrow's action across the NBA dial. We'll look at some of the games. Boston is a huge favorite over Charlotte. I like the Knicks to go into Philadelphia and get a win over the Sixers. And I'm thinking for the night game, I like the Cavs to take down the Zionless Pelicans on the road so that's what you do you go and place the same game parlay on some of those nba games if they don't hit for whatever reason it's okay I'm, i i can take a little bit of a risk here because I'm, I'm gonna get that bonus bet back hey download the app now sign up with code tbpn new customers can bet five dollars on the nba and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew. Well, we've been teasing this for over almost two weeks now that we were talking about some of these moves that were going to be made. Well, I mean, when, when they started coming out, they were coming out fast and furious. We've got two of the best players in the league going and finding some new homes across the WNBA, the dynasty building potential super team in New York and the dynasty potential building team out in Las Vegas as Brianna Stewart leaves Seattle to head to the New York Liberty, who already had John Quell Jones that they acquired in the trade and Candace Parker going from Chicago to the Las Vegas Aces. My goodness, some earth shattering moves across the W so far. And that was just what first couple days of of free agency yes yes we're long overdue for talking about this last time we were talking with you we didn't have a clear 
avenue of where Stu was going yet. We just had some guesses, and she is with the Liberty. And Dallas Wings have lost as well as Isabel Harrison to the Chicago Sky after meeting with multiple other teams. And, uh, you know, just shortly after, before we were about to record this episode last week, or, you know, before we were intending to get one out, Mm -hmm. uh, Courtney Vandersloot announced that she wasn't coming back to Chicago and is now in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mystics got Brittany Sykes. Lexi Brown staying in L.A. Uh, Tierra McCowan staying in Dallas. Candace Parker going to Vegas. Yeah. Christy Tolliver returning to Washington. Alicia Clark going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Just, which one just amazing, Drew. Atlanta Dream re-signed Nia Coffey and A.D. Durr. Erica Wheeler going back to Indiana, where she was an all-star. Allie Quigley sitting out this season as uh, Sloot makes her way to New York. Neka and Cheney expected to re-sign with L.A. Were you surprised by Quigley sitting out as opposed to just retiring? Because I think Um, there's... Yes. I was going to say, I think she still wants to play, but she doesn't want to play without some of so some of those those gals out there. I'm, I'm really surprised that she just didn't, you know, make a move to go elsewhere. She's just sitting out. She probably will end up retiring. I think she was like, I think she's 38. She's a 14 year vet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, she could, I mean, I don't, I don't see the point in coming back after this, but maybe no, trying to be, I get... expected her to retire once, you know, I figured uh, sleep wasn't staying. Yeah. Maybe one, um, maybe one more chance to chase a ring and then call it quits. Not, not sit out the whole season, but maybe just sign like a half a season contract and potential playoff run. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Sophie Cunningham coming back to Phoenix on a two year deal. As Ray Stevens going to the sparks. Crystal Dangerfield, um, a part of that deal um, earlier that brought Natasha Howard coming to Dallas, officially signed uh, a few about a about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtney Williams going to Chicago. Just trying to run through it all here, and we'll hash it out. Kia Nurse mm-hmm. um, leaving Phoenix, or. Yeah, leaving Phoenix and, oh gosh, where does she go to? Seattle, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Williams signing a two-year deal with Chicago. Natisha Heideman staying, staying in Connecticut. Demi Whitcomb staying or returning to Seattle, leaving New York. Let's see, did I miss anything, BJ? Nothing big. Storm re-signed Magbagore. I said Izzy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. I'm missing BJ. DC said she intends to re- resign. Yeah. Yeah, I said Azure. Uh oh, there was one that happened earlier. Uh Tiffany Hayes uh was in a trade from the dream. She's traded to the sun for the number six pick in a draft. Uh According to uh, Vopal from ESPN, first reported by Windsider, I'm sure that was Rachel Galligan. And I think that's up to date. 
Yeah, I was just I'll um, refresh just in case. We, we've seen obviously nothing official, but both DT and Brittany Griner have have uh, indicated that they plan to resign with the Mercury. Um, looking around at some of the other names that remain unsigned, Drew, we've we've uh-huh. still got some big names out there that have not made some decisions yet. Uh, Liz Cambage, obviously Tina Charles, she may decide not to to come back for another year. Elena Coates is still out there. Liz Kinane. Um, obviously we, we talked about, uh, you know, Griner and, and DT. Uh, Mariah Jefferson is still unsigned. You got Emma Mieseman who has not made a decision as of yet. Uh, uh, the status of Marina Mabry is still up in the air, what she's going to mm-hmm. do. But, you know, there's been indications yeah. like both ways a little bit. I've been on the on the, the train that she's going to, to stay in Dallas from an earlier indication yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. But there's been a very minor indication just because just I'm, <laughs> I'm searching, navigating through and running into stuff. She recently changed her, her profile picture and her header on Twitter that were both formerly Dallas Wings things. And I can't remember exactly if she had – it in her bio but those were definite you know pictures that had wings gear on and now it's uh-huh. switched uh and changed all of a sudden um what does that mean i don't know it could mean something could mean nothing but if it means nothing then i was i was on track with thinking that she was going to stay here all along and uh if, you know, if th- it, this is if this would be a just minute a last minute heel turn like okay maybe i was wrong if it ends up meaning nothing, I mean, you know, it, it's it means something because everything, all the all the emoji analysis that we had to do with Brianna Stewart, even yeah. though we were pretty sure she was going to end up with the New York Liberty, I mean, you know, stuff like that, it matters when there are still things out there that haven't been decided. I mean, you can't exactly do that and not think that anybody's going to notice. I yeah, mean, and the Wings are, I mean, they've got three players out at USA camp right now, Marina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rike and Natasha, they're posting pictures with Marina. But, you know, I've seen a team post happy birthday to a player and trade her two days later, a day or two later. So, I mean, yeah. that same thing could happen here, like posting Marina on the Twitter and the Instagram or whatever and still, you know, not uh, be able to re-sign her and her go somewhere else. So, yeah. of course, who knows I mean, what's going to happen there? It's still kind of up in the air at this point. Back, back with your story about seeing a team tweet out happy birthday or whatever, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. times it's it's an intern that's or a scheduled post or something like that that's supposed to say, not somebody that's actually in a position of, to make a decision on that front that would oh, yeah. be tweeting that out. So, I mean, it, it's, it happens, obviously. It's, it's you know, terrible timing, but, uh, you know, it, it, it does happen. So a lot of big moves, Drew, and, you know, I, I meant to ask you this last week and, and we kind of have already talked about it. Um, is this the beginning or are we seeing the WNBA catch up to the era of super teams like we've seen across the NBA the last decade? Is is this the beginning or do you think this is kind of just a continuation with what we saw with Vegas and Chicago over the past couple of years? I, I don't know because I'm not sure how we'll sustain it going forward. Um, I mean, you're definitely going to have a couple of teams stacked up. And, you know, it's been like it before. I mean, the Lynx were essentially a super team. And, I mean, you know, th- so they've had the, the looks of it before. In, mm-hmm. um, with, with and Seattle, Seattle, obviously, but they had a lot of talent that they drafted in. Yeah, um, and that was really kind of like a big two with, you know, Bird and Stewie. Yeah. Um, so it was really kind of just the Lynx era. But uh, 
Ace has got like five people. I mean, the whole starting lineup plus a bench player, maybe. So what mm-hmm. is it? It's it's Wilson, Parker, Gray, Plum, Young, and oh man, who's another big one? I'm not missing. Is that it? Yeah, that those starting five. Say, that's a starting five. That's yeah, that's a solid starting five. And I mean, Absolutely. what New York has right now: Slute, Unescu, Stewie, John Quell, and what Benajelanian out of the spot. I think I so. Mean, yeah. Uh, it kind of opens the door for playing time for young players who get drafted to the weaker teams, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out. We'll, we'll see. But, you know, with expansion being delayed, it doesn't help things to be able to, to make super teams so people can still make rosters. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not, you know, man, a, a, a sizable contributor, that's if you happen to make it to one of those teams, uh, you won't be playing much. So, it just it just poses the question like you know when these teams are made like this how will the draftees you know make their roster so like even a Dallas Wings roster would be hard to make right now yeah like whoever Dallas drafts and they got the what I think it's the third pick overall I think so then um, that's probably going to be like a Haley Jones or another small forward like we need a wing player a small forward type but neither one of the like the ones that are projected to be where Dallas is, they don't play. They're not good defenders, and that's what yeah. Dallas needs down on the perimeter. We don't need necessarily shooters. We had a three and D. You traded her, and yeah. then you had Alicia, a two-way player who could shoot it as well. That you traded her. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, you got to replace some defense out there. Or the wing defense is going to be pretty rough because your perimeter guards are, are offense players, except yeah. for Veronica. I mean, she's the only like pure defender out there. Uh, that can kind of play two ways. She's, she's. I know she's been working on that offensive game over the summer. Um, but you know, Dallas, Dallas needs some wing stuff. But like, you know, when you come to the Aces, like, depending on how those players from last year who have who have resigned and who they brought in, you know, developed over the summer, like, is is whoever they draft going to make that roster? It's going to be a lower pick. So I mean, it it even be harder um to even face what you got down there so like i mean it's gonna be like the 12th pick overall or whatever and you come into that roster i mean how do you make it i mean same thing you know for new york it's not as low of a pick but still uh you know certain rosters are hard to make now and they were already Mm -hmm. hard you know um and you know it's careers seem like they'll be getting shorter um at, at this rate just because like you look at the way you know, Dallas has kind of gone through it, and I made a, I made a list before. I'd have to go back and search where it's at of all the players that are no longer there that have been drafted into that team since 2017, I think mm-hmm. I said, 2018. Uh, you know, a lot of notable names are gone. Kayla Davis, yeah. Alicia Gray, um, you know, Isabel Harrison, yeah. and, and among others, it's like eight players that have, you know, been drafted. Ty Harris, who's gone mm-hmm. now. Bella Allery has you know, stepped away from the game of basketball. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I'm sure, you know, Charlie Collier is next. It's, it's like that little, that meme of like the grim reaper going up to those doors <laughs> and just, it's just, just one after the other, just put a different face up there. That's been drafted by Dallas. Like you could be next. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's knocking them down. So, uh, you know, would it, would a draftee make this roster? Maybe. Um, if, I, if you draft a Haley Jones or I, I think I want to, I can't remember the first name, Miller. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's still hard to make ro- – it was already hard to make rosters. It would be – I think it would be even harder now. 
if like, well, your bench players definitely can't crack crack those aces starting lineups or those Liberty starting lineups. Like, got to dominate the bench now, and then you got to worry about a young draftee coming in. Like, uh, uh-uh, you ain't taking my bench spot. Like, I already don't get the start. Like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it, it goes. Like, um, and how delayed expansion yeah. might be because it was expected to be like, you know, have, you know, we talked about this what last year, and you were talking about so. bringing two yeah. teams in the next two years. So. We were expected two teams by next year, not this season, but the next yeah. year. And it's not gonna, it's not projected at, probably to happen point, now. Yeah. So, um, with the way this is shaking out, who knows? We might have to see some re- some retiring stars here soon. DT, hang them up. <laughs> Candace Parker. I mean, it's been uh, a good run. Oh my goodness, uh, I, no. I, no, not like that. But uh, I know. You know, it's at some point these stars will retire, and you know, it'll just it'll be about what uh, what talent rises up, and if we if that super super team thing can sustain like that mm-hmm. and uh if if other people don't start branching off to go get their money everywhere because you know you know it's some people some contracts are probably going to be upcoming soon and people are going to want to get paydays you know people have their championships they'll be like all right i've got my championship now it's time to go get paid and if i can win someone win something somewhere else cool yeah you know so like it just it depends on how so marina's situation depends on how much faith she has in you know what Dallas can do, mm-hmm. I think that I think she's got a decent bit of faith. Um, Vicky Johnson's now gone. I think that's who she had a little bit of beef with. Arike is still there, and yeah. Ty Harris is no longer there, so she would be the starting point guard still. Uh, Veronica Burton would get a decent amount of minutes, but it's still probably Marina starting. Um, or she could go ahead and go get a payday somewhere, because slipping into a championship team. If you go anywhere else, like what, where else is a championship contender that's not Washington, but you're not going to play as much there and you definitely won't start. Yeah. So, I mean, you might as well stay here. You can compete to be the fourth best team in the WNBA um, and, you know, be alongside your best friend still. And you still get paid, maybe not as much as you would have if you go somewhere else. Like, I don't know, Indiana, just so you can start and get some money. Mm-hmm. But and maybe maybe you wouldn't even start there now because Erica Wheeler went there and then yeah, the uh, Destiny Henderson is the future out there. Henny, uh, so best place I think is probably here for her right now, unless I don't know something just opened up somewhere else that was real convenient, like a Seattle or something. But that's if you're okay with rebuilding and you just want your bread. It just depends on what she wants. But okay. my indication is that she stays. Yeah, I hope so too. I think that would be the best move. I've got two questions for okay. you. Uh, first, I will allow you to expound on this. Uh, I'm going to allow you to expound on on both of them. But um, first question is, in in and this can go both for the W and for the NBA. Um, do you think it is more necessary to place a limit on how many like superstars can sign with certain team? Or do you think expansion would be a better way? I, I, I'm maybe a, a bit of both, but you know, is there which of those is the easier way to kind of curtail this this rise and, and building up like a super team? Fix the charter flight issue, where I mean, it doesn't kind of matter where you go, mm-hmm. but and it would only help in that sense though you know, you know ownership still matters the city still matters and like mm-hmm. people like to go back home anyway so yeah 
You know, there was, you know, this talk about Stewart going to New York has been going on for a, a bit. Bro, like and, last year, we thought she was leaving last year and then ended up going one last run with, with Sue and, and company yeah. out there in Seattle. So, um, it'll, I, I don't know, expansion would help because it would, it would, it would spread things out a bit more, but it would mm-hmm. kind of make it harder to compete. You might want super teams more once you expand because you'd have to compete against more teams. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It might just be, it might just be a brief era. We might just have a little wave of it. Once the league expands more, it doesn't, you know, take hold again for a while. Cause things have to spread out, you know, superstars mm-hmm. want to go be leaders of teams or something again and uh, change mm-hmm. the dynamic as the league expands. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I think maybe it's just a brief era for now. But uh, we'll, um, we definitely get to see how it unfolds. This is this is the real it could year. It'll be exciting. Yeah, we get to see how it goes. So I mean, we've got three relative super teams. I mean, especially if what we hear about EDD's health, which is a okay out there, you know, Washington would be considered one. Yeah, you know, Aces and New York. So I mean, there's three, and depending on Dallas, how Dallas starts out, and if they keep Marina to help with their point guard situation, uh, they could maybe be considered the fourth one. But yeah. everything would have to piece together out there perfectly for them to mm-hmm. to live up to the potential that they're capable of. But we got to see how these other teams shake out too, and what LA looks like in their in their healthiness, and yeah. Atlanta with Alicia Gray and how that backcourt looks in year two of Ryan Howard. And yeah. Such. So things could shift around. Uh, will the links go to the depths of the WNBA? I uh, don't know. Uh, Nafisa Collier is back. Ariel mm-hmm. pa- Ariel Powers looks good still. Yeah. He's trying to be an all-star this next year. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. And depending on uh, where the how the draft shakes up as well. Uh, a lot of things still to unfold in the next couple of months, WNBA-wise, before we can really kind of escape out what it's going to totally look like. We do have a small view right now. Bigger view coming later on. Absolutely. Second question, and, and this okay. will be the last one I think I have to ask you. What is more likely in your opinion? that we are destined to see the Aces and the Liberty crash and meet in the, the final this year, or that the Liberty end up being not necessarily the same, but more along the lines of the Brooklyn Nets who have the talent to get there, but never quite do. What do you think is more likely? I think more likely that we see them in a finals because I think that would just be amazing to not get that Liberty team in the, mm-hmm. in the finals. Like, I don't even know what kind of who we could compare it to of the type of star powers that's, that's been mashed up out in, mm-hmm. the, in the W that hasn't made the finals. If if Connecticut didn't make it, then you could have said them yeah. last year, but they and did. They so, it, yeah. and I, I don't, I just don't see a team that doesn't make it with Sloot and Stewie who are champions already. And then UNESCO and John Quell. That just, if you can't, if yeah, you don't you. make it even in season one, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm getting yeah. a little bit. I really don't, kind of don't. It, it's it also depends. Like, what if it's like Liberty versus Washington, and Washington beats you? Like, okay, all right, well, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Or, or it ends saying, up being Aces versus Liberty in a round before to get to the championship. It's like, okay. Aces, yeah. If if it, if it ends up being like the two three matchup as opposed to like the right, one, but yeah, I think I that is more that. possible than than uh, than the alternative okay. for sure. Um. And I hope we get something like that. We're either we're gonna get some one of those of the sort, Liberty versus Washington, or Washington versus Aces, or Aces versus Liberty, or mm-hmm. 
one of but you you expect it to be one of those three teams that's wasting right the, now the absolutely yeah right now i, yeah. I think you're right i think For you're right sure. it's it's tough to pick against one of those three i guess when we get closer and closer to the season we'll have to make those picks but it has been a crazy start to free agency. We still got some big names out there that we'll keep an eye on as we go along and and see where they end up signing, uh, and if that changes anything. And Vicky Johnson is now an assistant in Atlanta. I saw that news today, so she gets to go back and hang out with our girl Alicia Gray. She loved she loved Alicia a lot when she was here. She said, she always said that Alicia was one of the best two-way players in this league, and now she gets to keep on coaching. Heck yeah, that's good. That's going to be a good pairing, I feel like. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that works out. But now, Drew, come to the part of the show where we get to play a little gamey game. A little gamey game. A little gamey game. It's with it or quit it. If you're new to the show, we're happy to have you. Don't know how you made it this far without hearing us talk about whether they're quitted at this point, but we do have some newbies. I'm like, welcome, welcome, newbies. Welcome, everybody. We're we're always welcoming. But if if you are unfamiliar with how the game works, here's what's going to happen. You give my man Drew over there five questions. Five of them. Five of them, and he's going to have to tell me if he is with it or if he's going to quit it. So that man over there, Mr. Drew Ivory, is ready. We're going to start with number one. I am. All right, Drew. Number one. So, we're going to talk about the NBA again. We talked about all the moves that were made. Kevin Durant to Phoenix, Kyrie Irving to Dallas, and some of the moves that have been made by the Clippers and Lakers. Yep. Drew, whoever emerges as the Western Conference champion is going to be the NBA champion yet again. Are you with it or are you going to quit it? Hmm. So I'm basically, with it. you're with it. I'm okay. With it. So, so whoever emerges from the West, whether it's Memphis, whether it's Dallas, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, potentially, yep. Any any of those five teams better than Boston, Milwaukee, anybody in the East? I'm in on the West. I'm in on the West. All right, I like it. I like it. So Drew is with it for number one. All right, number two. Drew, we talked about it in BJ's Best and What's on Drew's Mind. Obviously, today is National Pizza Day. Yes. And Drew, it is better to dip your pizza into ranch than to any other dipping sauce container if you do make the little dips for your pizza. With it or quit it? I don't dip my pizza okay. into ranch. I, put, I dip the crust. Okay. No. But if I, but yeah, that who's dipping anything? Oh, people use ketchup. That's nasty. I uh, know, uh, not ketchup. I, people do. I like, do it, I like the garlic. You get the garlic dipping sauce, like Domino's garlic. Oh, or, the, like the garlic Jones. butter. Yeah, they they got the garlic. Oh. They've got ranch. There's I don't some like, dipping, I don't like dip marinara. Like when I used to work at Pizza Inn, it's mm-hmm. what you what you used to spread on the outside of the crust on there, mm-hmm. and we used to toss like this garlic like seasoning on the outside of the mm-hmm. the garlic buttery whatever yeah um, yeah but they've got so, like a whole a little like cup that you can oh i know that's too much for me i'll save that for when i'm eating my crab i'll dip okay. it i'll dip it then i like okay. i like that awesome all right so drew is going to say with it with the crust at least for number two number three i'm gonna switch gears we're talking about college football drew Report came out the other day that the Pac-12 is reportedly eyeing San Diego State 
and SMU to join the conference. They're kind of trying to come into the DFW market. Drew, the Pac-12 makes a mistake if they add these two schools. Are you with it or are you going to quit it? With it. You with it? You don't think that yeah. SMU or San Diego State are going to add much to the Pac-12 as a whole? Nah. Nah. Not at all. They, there's idea. there's some good academic institutions, but they, not they, athletically. Probably, I was gonna say, do they add anything viewing wise? Are you are gonna going to watch an SMU and, yeah. and Cal game? Pony up, yeah. Let me go on out <laughs> there and watch some SMU, buddy. I'm just hankering to go watch them Mustangs pony. SMU up. and Oregon for the Pac-12 title, or no. SMU oh, Utah. That's not ever gonna happen. Do they even make the tournaments, you know, and like basketball? I got uh, they're they're not their men's team's not too good this year. Uh, yeah, they made it in saying. the past, but I don't but know do about they the go anywhere. Team. I can't Are they remember. ever really relevant? No. Are so, we trying to wheel up and go watch some SMU basketball, BJ? No. Probably not. No. 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 But football's football's looking all right, but that's about it. Oh, they're gonna be the next TCU now. No. Is that what we're saying? No, I didn't say that. Then we're still going to sit at home and watch them, if anything. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, the I, I am trying to plan a very, uh, you know, it will be it'll be very interesting if I can make this work an endeavor. Okay. I, I hope that it's not like all three games start at the same time, but I'm trying to mm-hmm. I'm trying to hit up Fort Worth, Dallas, and Denton all in the same like day for see Ooh. three different college football games. I think oh, that that Lord, I think it can be done. I think it could be done. Not anyway, the whole games. Not the whole games, probably not. But if they if they all start at different times, I might be able to see a half of each. And you could do like three quarters leave, three yeah. quarters leave, maybe. As, as long as I don't have to worry about parking, I might could be able to get to the whole game. But Ooh, I don't know. You'd have we'll to see. worry about parking, yeah. Unless you miss the first quarter of each one. Yeah, something like that. We'll we'll yeah, figure it out. The last. All right, Drew, three for three so far with the Withits. Number four. Turning it up. Number four. Valentine's Day's coming up on Tuesday, Drew, and the best. I know, but you're going to get some candy. We're going to eat some candy and make up for it. We're going to eat some candy. And the best kind of Valentine's Day candy that you can eat is fudge. With it or quit it. You know those little quit it. Oh, quit it. Those little heart boxes that have all the different types of like quit chocolate it. in it. Quit it. No fudge, huh? Ew. You don't like fudge. I don't like chocolate like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. The most chocolate I eat is a Snickers. Okay. But the Snickers has something Valentine's-y, I'm sure. Eh. Okay. Yeah. Reese's does. Reese's is good. Yeah, I like Reese's. All right, last but not least, Drew, number five. The big game on Sunday night. Oh, snap. The biggest game of the year. And at the end of the night, it will be Jalen Hurts hoisting the Lombardi trophy as the Philadelphia Eagles get their second crown in six seasons. Are you with it or are you going to quit it? Am I answering with my head or my heart? You can answer with both if you like. Okay. My heart says Kansas City. So your heart says quit it. Yes. My head 
says both because I can't decide. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is with Kansas City because it can't be with the Eagles. My mind wants to say Eagles. Either way. My mind wants to say Eagles, but I really want to say Chiefs because I like Patrick Mahomes and I want him to be the next guy. <laughs> the but next if he loses play. again, then ah, it's not a great start. Like I mean, it is a good start, but it's not. Uh, I so I think it's it's interesting. I both my heart and my head can see a path to victory for Kansas City, but my brain also sees a path to victory for Philly. I think this right. is going to be a really good game. Well, I also feel like if Patty loses, like and then like he just goes crazy for the rest of his career and just wins championships, like he's going to go down either first or second as QB all time, and he and Tom Brady both will have lost to the Eagles in one of their Super Bowl losses. But like that's one of those that's one of those one of those that's part of the script. And and that <laughs> would be the only and that would be the only two that the Eagles have to this point. The game against Brady and Mahomes. Dang it. I should have made that what was on my mind. I forgot about it because it's been so long now. The script. Oh <laughs> yeah, the, the script it's, leaking it's, out for Philadelphia uh, winning. It, it's I mean, just the meme in general is oh, yeah. so funny over NFL the NFL script week. Aaron Foster, right? Yeah, and then it, just, it that, blew you, up. The quotes were so funny, dude. Yeah, I know. Did you see I was the, up at that, like two in the morning just laughing my butt off. Just, <laughs> Do you see the the like the videos like if the NFL was scripted and it's like the Cowboys fan, like he's young and he's like, We're gonna get back to the championship at some point. It's like, yeah, just hang on for a second. Comes back in like twenty fifty three and it's like this old man and he's like yeah. You said just to wait here for you. Jeez, yeah. Oh, then, my goodness. And then, like, two day or two later, somebody was like, so NBA have a script? And they made the, the script for the NBA coming out. It was, oh, my goodness. Hey, if the so NBA funny, was scripted, dude. LeBron would be breaking the record tonight against Kareem's old and team. And then some, some trade deadline stuff last night, like uh, somebody getting traded. Like, is this part of the script? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. That well, I mean, we were talking mind. about Durant to Phoenix back in the summer. So that's, I mean, if the script Fair. leaked a little early. But hey, anyway. We, we, that, that one that is with it or quit it drew and that is it for this episode but before you go don't forget to check out our friends over at t public drew yeah t public got a sale going on not as bolsterous as the usual one t 16 dollars, and then another site-wide sale though so check those out in those discounts that are always out there for T Public. And if you miss it, by the time this episode pops out and you get to hear it, um, make sure you just take advantage of the free shipping on uh, $80 plus orders if you don't get it on the sale. So make sure you take advantage of that and shop with Fanatics because I know Fanatics has got a sale going on too. Indeed, and Drew, they've got a clearance sale going on right now. Drew up to 70% off for the rest of the day. And free U.S. shipping. On Got some jerseys popping. Kevin Durant jersey out there. Kyrie Irving Somebody, yeah. jersey. Go get you a customized Stewie jersey. Go there get you, you a customized uh, Candace Parker to Vegas jersey if you can make one of those. Maybe Don't maybe I should get one of those discount Dodo or Dinwiddie Mavs jerseys. And then gone yeah and then you chiefs and eagles fans be prepared to buy your potential super bowl merch on, on sunday Fanatic night sunday night the yep. moment they win it's gonna drop when no it goes quiet. triple zero the winner's gonna get the merch the loser's gonna have to chase it down to africa <laughs> through our link you go buy it because you love Make us in the description 
Yes, read Go the script. Merch. Read the script. That's what you're supposed to do. The lowdown script. Lowdown script. There you go. <laughs> and go follow us on social media on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at the underscore lowdown. That's T H A underscore lowdown on all those platforms. And like BJ said, that's the end of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. It didn't actually go as long as I thought, but that's mainly because we had a combined uh, segment today with BJ's best. <laughs> What's on Drew's mind? So lucky you, or we'd be here for two hours. But we scrunched it in there for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. Peace.